Hello and welcome to this episode of Hello from Hong Kong. This episode sees a return to our normal format, in between obviously finding guests to share their views with regard to the ongoing protests in Hong Kong. It's been over a hundred days now, can you believe it? I'm still meeting other people for regular conversations, highlighting them as somebody who wants to share themselves on the podcast with the world. I'm going to try and do my best to do both. With that said, today we're going to meet Sophia, a chocolatier living and working in Hong Kong. She sells chocolate without any of the guilt, so that means they are raw, organic, gluten-free, plant-based, and with no extra sugar added. And there's no plastic packaging. Her Instagram is sophias.functional.foods, and you can check out all the goodness over there, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Together, we talk about how she started, what were her motivations, her product overcoming some hurdles that typical chocolate doesn't need to, Sophia's philosophy towards making food, and it turns out she makes other things besides yummy chocolate. This is a fun and light conversation, which I might add was recorded on location, so there is a little bit of background noise from those in the coffee shop. And towards the end, there is a literal mic drop moment, so the audio suffers just a tad, but not too much. I think more suffering actually comes from eating her chocolate, because as soon as you buy it, you have to eat it right away. That's the true tragedy here. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this one. Bye-bye. Your IG profile, while I was just looking for some interesting uh, tidbits to use as conversation, it states in your profile you're just a small potato who wants to do something to the world. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so why is the answer to that to make delicious chocolate? I think everyone can make it. You think everyone can make chocolate? Yeah, everyone can make chocolate. Everyone can make your own recipe. We don't have to follow the world. But then, but then that quote doesn't seem so special now. You've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you mean the, the the energy bar? Why I make energy bar? Yeah, sure. Okay, so that's because of uh, um, original reason is because of I'm allergic to some foods that most of the restaurant they have, and I can't find any of the healthy foods. That's right. why I make um, nutrient sweets for myself, and then I I I put all the nutrient foods into a bar, and then that's how my energy bar is coming from. So just for my body, like I I can't have. Um, uh, MSG, gluten, dairy, and yeast. Mm. So pretty much 99% of the restaurant or the packaged food they have these things. So that's why I started to make my own. But uh, depends on what my body needs, and then I put different ingredients inside for su- support my nutrients. So this is what's inspired you yeah. to make your own chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your allergies. My allergies. Yeah. And what allergies do you have? So it's kind of, after I have the MSG, then immediately I feel no energy at all. So four or five hours I have no energy and then I feel like the oxygen cannot go to my brain. So I'm so tiring and then um, my brain fogs so much and the heartbeat so fast. Yeah, just totally lost energy and then I feel my heart very weak. This. Yeah. Because of MSGs. Yeah, the MSG. And then MSG is the most uh, serious uh, feeling. And then gluten. Gluten also have similar feeling, but uh, less, less strong. Yeah. And then if dairy will make me have brain fog. Okay. Yeah. As my brain's so slow. I can't remember things. And then... And what then, kind of dairy? Yeah, any... Uh, if cheese is better, so... Is that because it's fermented? Yeah, yeah because fermented so most of the dairy already gone yeah. um yeah but if they don't ferment it just the normal dairy or the processed food that made from dairy i also have similar symptom 
and also dairy make me inflammation. So I, I will certainly feel pain in somewhere in my body. Yeah. Yeah. And also yeast. Yeast have the similar symptom as uh, gluten. So that's why when I stop these things, I feel so much more energy. So, but I can't find, I can't find much foods that has none of these things. That's why I started to make my own. Okay, and I only know you from making chocolate bars. Yeah. But on your Instagram, I see cakes as well. Oh yeah, I make raw cakes. Raw cakes. Raw, um, vegan, gluten-free cakes. Cakes and anything else? Cakes and 100% uh, um, chocolate bars and skincare and deodorant. Okay, I didn't know about skincare and deodorant. Yeah, I didn't really tell too many people. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I normally make for myself and then, uh, yeah. Which of the products came first? Was it the chocolate bars that were first or? Actually, skincare came first. Yeah, so I was in a few years ago, I, I went to Australia and then my friend gave me a, a bottle of her handmade skincare. Uh, skin like moisturizer gel and I feel so good so that's why I started to learn how to use the natural ingredients to make your own skin gel and uh, no chemical so this is how I started to make handmade stuff and then after that and then I, 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 I try to learn more of the handmade stuff and then that's why now become more and more stuff okay it seems it seems though it's such an overhead if I like if I'm allergic to something but mm. I'm not mm. it seems um, most people will just try and find a product to obviously buy mm. that will look after their symptoms, mm. take care of their symptoms. Whereas you've gone this route to want to make your own. Mm. But did you ever think, oh, this could be really difficult because you're making it sound to me because you say, oh, I make, I make cosmetics, I make cakes, I make mm. the chocolate bars. Mm. It seems really simple. You're saying it with a smile on your face. You don't sort of have any sort of tired look on you like oh well I make this and it doesn't seem like a headache so why all that creative positive energy make it sound so simple is it so simple <laughs> it's simple yes not difficult as long as you want to take care of your health then you will this you would try to discover more stuff more things so um, because I uh, I've been have so many years. How to say? Um, when I was since since I'm in secondary school, my health been have so many problems, health issues. I uh, before like many years uh, since like many years ago, I already have so many health issues, and then I fang uh, on the streets, and someone sent me to the hospital. So I didn't have a good health. So that's why I really look after my health. So I need to eat as clean as possible. And then after I eat clean, I feel the total, the difference. Like I have a better brain function. There are better energy in my body and then sleep better and the skin better. So everything is better. So why not just do it? Just for people listening, what does eating clean mean? Clean means a lot of vegetable, lots of water and then no processed food. No processed, I think is the most uh, described about clean. So, because after process, most of the food is changed, the nutrients already. Like, if you're eating organic food, but after put into the, to deep fry, and then no more nutrients. So they been get destroyed by deep fry. So clean does mean like uh, the original sauce and also how you cook is the important part as well. You, I normally only boil or steam the foods. 
I do exactly the same thing. Yeah. I eat fried if I go out. Mm. Otherwise, it's all steamed, boiled at home. That's good. That's good. That's <laughs> the best way to eat. Yes. Yeah. Then you feel your skin better, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I never really cared about my skin. Like, like <laughs> only when I got sunburned. <laughs> okay. So um, I have so many friends. They always complain about their skin is not good. And I ask them, "What do you eat normally?" And they said. To me, what they eat mostly is deep-fried foods, processed foods, and then contains so much sugars, processed foods. Of course, have best skin. If you eat clean, which is um, original, no non-processed food, then your skin naturally will be better. So your skin is the most part to show your how your health is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do think that a lot of a lot of foods that are available to us. Mm. Are obviously unclean, mm. but people don't realize that over time. I mean, do you know, like we've got a gut biome, mm. and there's healthy bacteria in our stomachs. Yeah, yeah. And if we, every time we eat, like say pizza, McDonald's, we erode that gut bacteria, mm. creating imbalance. Mm. And so a lot of us get unhealthy because our stomach is unhealthy. Yeah. And a lot of us don't realize that we've got to look after that relationship mm. with our stomach. Mm. Yeah, that's important. Okay. <laughs> because I, I, I. Now I'm still young, but even when I was younger, I already have so many health issues. That's why I'm earlier than most of the people to look after my health. So I know health is so important. So that's why now I really enjoy the life that I have now. So much more energy, positive mood, all affected by food. I want to ask you about your hurdles. What were the biggest hurdles to starting when it comes to making your own confectionery and uh, cosmetics? Hurdles. Yeah. Like, what did you have to overcome? What was difficult? Or what was the most difficult thing? Obviously, uh, motivation doesn't seem like it's a problem for you. Motivation, no problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> what about the technical or the logistics? Ah, uh, yeah. Or so, even just the certification. Uh, mostly, it's the kitchen. It's the most most difficult for me because, because of the space. Mm. Um, I can't make at home for my energy bars because I need a food license to, to make my foods. Otherwise, it's not allowed to sell in the market. Um, it's hard to buy a food license place for me that I can afford to pay and have enough space for me. So that's why I really want to have my own kitchen, even very, very small. That's already helped me a lot. So, where do you currently cook all your delicious chocolate? So I uh, now I share a little space from a cafe to make my bars. It depends on if they have events, then I can't go. If they the cafe have events and uh, can't cook. I I can't yeah I can't make it. Or if they are in the business time, business hour, I can make it. I need to wait until they finish the the. So when the do you time. make it then? If you have to work around the constraints of this coffee coffee shop. In the coffee shop, when I can make it? Yeah. Um, if Monday to Friday, it's okay anytime. Saturday and Sunday has to be after 6 p.m. Yeah. And does that work? Uh, better than none. Okay, but then <laughs> it does mean that you can't just wake up in the morning and say, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to make some chocolate and get ahead, get ahead of myself." You know, as in create some stock, get ahead of myself. You can't do that, can you? You've got to wait. Uh, later. If Monday to Friday, I can I can do it straight away. If they are not very busy in the kitchen, yeah, I need to see the situation. If not very busy in the kitchen, then I can make it. But if they are busy, then I can't. Uh, then I need to wait until they uh, are not busy. So that's why I'm the second one uh, waiting. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So sharing that space, how do you plan everything with the coffee shop? How do you plan when you've got that set time? Mm. Like, how do you plan that time? Like how many bars can you make? What happens if you miss some ingredients? You've got to wait till the next day. It seems. How many bars? Like uh, depends on what I need to make. So normally I make one or twice a week, and then um, one or twice a week, and then what, what I almost sold out, then I just go. I, I just need to go to the kitchen to make it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's not difficult if you've got if you organize. No plans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a good organized people person. Um, how do you plan the space if you only got a set amount of time at the coffee shop? Like, how disruptive is it for your business? Mm. Depends on what I sold out. Then I'm going to make the fresh batch. I don't have much organized my time. As long as Monday to Friday, um, before or after my work, my part-time job, then and then as long as not the busiest time for the cafe, then I, I I'm I'm going to make like after I work is like 8:30. I finish my part-time job. Then I'm. I will go to the cafe to make my 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 bars until maybe most of the time, from 9:30 to 12 a.m. So this is most of the time I make it. This is not a long-term solution, though, is it? No, not at all. So you're looking to change it up at some point. Yes. Okay, because I'm getting really bored of waiting for your chocolate every time I go to the shops <laughs> and there's nothing in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's because I have two jobs now and then also. Um, the cafe is not, the space is not big enough. I have someone to help me out to make it. I can only allow myself to make it. So that's why it takes a little bit longer time than normal. So now I'm really, hope, hope, hopefully I can quicker to get a, a, a kit, a space, another kitchen. Sure. Mm. And what do you do when you're not making chocolate and confec you know, confectionery cosmetics? Like uh, what's your other job? Uh, I work in a um, supplement shop. Okay. Yeah. So as a part time. So, so. So that's where we met. Yeah. Yeah. But that's your only. That's your only job. Yeah. That's okay. my only part time job. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which helps you get well. It's supplemented by the fact that you're making confectionery. <laughs> okay. So you. So you're working part time in a nutrition shop. Yeah. Because I guess I'm guessing it's more stable. Yeah. In terms of income. Yeah. And then you're using the the food manufacturing part oh, yeah. of your ambitions to then top up, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah. And maybe yeah. launch into that full time at a later date. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Also, my bus or my energy bus is selling in in my part time job in the nutrition shop. So it also helps me to explain to the customer about what are they. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. On site sort of um, expert advice. <laughs> yeah, I know because most of the people happy to meet the chef who made the original products, right? You'll be happier when, oh, you made these things. If I'm a customer, I will be happy to know that person who made the food that I love. So that's why I'm very happy to tell customer each, each time about, oh, uh, the bus is made by me. So much my love inside. So I'm happy, yeah. And where in Hong Kong, for those that are listening in Hong Kong, yeah. where, where do you actually sell the bars besides the nutrition store? Uh, also in two of the eco-friendly shops in Sai Kung and Live Zero. One Chai. Uh, oh, Sai Kung, the shop is called Seed. It's called what? Seed. Seed. S-E-E-D. Okay. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very cute little shop, eco-friendly one. They have no package and uh, the, the owner are very good. 
they are very want to promote healthy living and an eco-friendly lifestyle. And another one in one China is called Edgar. So it's also a very nice couple. Uh, run the, the shop, also eco-friendly shop. They have a lot of cool stuff selling there. And what about anywhere else? Oh yes, and also in Sainput, an organic shop called Organic Oasis. And Central, where I work, is called The Store. And uh, where else? Uh, blended in Thai Kok Choi, uh, just uh, right next to Olympic Station. Okay, and how do you, all those locations, mm. I mean for those that aren't in Hong Kong, mm. all those locations are basically on the east side, Kowloon side, the west side of uh, Hong Kong Island. How do you get around to deliver to those locations? So you, you hand deliver them yourself, don't you? Uh, some of them yes, some of them not. So uh, some of them, if they are close to where I work, then I will hand to them. If they are far away, then I will uh, use delivery service. Yeah, they have some like a cold delivery service they can send over to them. Right. I want to talk a little bit about where you learned to make chocolate. You said it was easy, mm. but for me that isn't good enough. <laughs> because in hindsight, everything looks easy once yeah. you've done it. Yeah. So how did you, like, do you have like a qualification? Are you, you said you were a chef earlier. Are you actually a chef with like a, with a certification? Did you go to school to learn it? Mm. Like, what's, what's your culinary background? I'm not a chef. So I'm a chef for myself only because I, um, I, I also that in front of my dad because my dad is a is a is a, is a real chef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my chef. Okay. So I I learned, here. I, I, I have some I learned some uh, Chinese medicine class before course before and nutrition uh, course and natural therapist course before. So it's all about healthy living. So and then I always thinking why there's so many junk food everywhere and then we're still eating and earlier I already already think why not there's some yummy things that have benefits benefit yeah. snacks like functional snacks yeah I mean for those for those that are listening I do a keto sort of diet mm. and a lot of people and maybe you can agree with me or add your insights but a lot of people say to me oh I don't want to do keto because it's not fun I want to eat this, 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 mm. and this. Mm. And usually it is pizza, chips, or some Chinese, some aspect of Chinese food. Mm. But they don't know enough to realize that there's keto ice cream, mm. there's keto um, pizza. Mm. And there's probably, if you can modify some aspects of Chinese food, you can make that keto friendly. So you still get the benefits. Yeah. Some people don't want to give up chocolate, mm. but then there's dark chocolate yeah. with less sugar in it. Yeah. There's all, there's all sorts of ways, but it's getting people to understand. And you were saying before that, how, why do people still eat junk food? But, I mean, we could get into a bigger conversation about how we're being told every day, eat this, eat that, through marketing and advertising. And people don't have the time to learn, yeah. they want to learn about the healthier alternatives. Mm. And plus, they might see it as more expensive. So yeah. That goes back to one of my questions about hurdles as well, I guess. How do you, and like I say, you're in the shop. Mm to explain your chocolate. Yeah. Uh, There's no question there, but if you want to add something. <laughs> it's all about education. Um, you need to take time to educate them, to go to the healthy way. It's not easy, but we need to keep doing. Um, most of my friends, they don't eat healthy foods until they have some problem. They have some health issue. Yep. <laughs> most of the people is like that. But doesn't mean there's no hope. 
doesn't mean they have to until they have so much problem and then to become healthier. Then um, we need to use our body, like life affects life, influence life, influence uh, life. Like so many people ask me about, oh, why are you always so positive, always smiling, and then are I, you? I've never noticed. <laughs> I never sat in front of you, right? No, you never said it. Yeah, but many people ask me, why are you always smiling? And then why are you always so happy? So, of course, this is one of the reasons because of my religion. I'm Christian. But, uh, and uh, after the religion, the second thing, the most important is the foods. Foods can affect our mood. Um, if you eat healthier, lots of vegetable, lots of water, and then also do some exercise, you will be so much happier than normal. But I wouldn't associate, associate that with Christianity. That's more Ayurvedic Buddhism, where they talk about how foods can heal and harm. Uh, no? Say again. It's Buddhism. Uh, Hi, are we recording? So if you've got anything, no, if you've got anything private to say, don't say it in front of the camera, that's all right. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm just, uh, what, you're saying you, you're Christian, that's where you're outward personality I'm comes more from. Happy, yeah. But the relationship with food, I think, mm. is stronger with Ayurveda, the, the Ayurveda practices mm. and Buddhism rather than Christianity. Like those, that religion mm. seems more related to food. Mm. So do you have any of, I guess, Ayurvedic teachings or Buddhism, Buddhism inside you? Is it a blend? Are you blending the two together mm. or you just didn't know? <laughs> Oh, I really didn't, didn't think about much, but I know my happiness is come, come from Christian and also in the Bible also said about we need to eat healthy. Uh, ah, that's one, that's, that's Ilya, I don't know the English name, uh, Ilya, Ilya, I don't, I don't remember the English name of that guy and in the Bible it's right about he eats so healthy and then he got the most healthiest body compared with the normal people and he's happier, he has very positive mind and so much more power. So, but of course, but what I eat healthy is not because of that. <laughs> it's because of my health, my, my experience. Uh, this is, I just talk about, I'm ha happier because of I'm Christian. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just I'm Christian. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just thought there was something else no, no, no. Uh, to your philosophy and I thought you were blending in different, oh, no, no, different no, no. cultural sort of, uh, Aspects. No, no not, okay. not, not that deep. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going. You were talking about how you learned. Mm. How did you learn to make chocolate? Then. Mm. Oh yeah. So how I learned is because of firstly, it's my my um, my, my body cannot take these intolerant things: MSG, gluten, dairy, and yeast. And then second is two years ago, I have a goal for myself which is I need to learn one thing a day. So continually for quite a while. So how I made uh, my energy bar is from two years ago uh, to make for myself. So you try and test it. I try and test it. And um, I feel like, I feel like, oh, I cannot only working and go back home to sleep and then working, like everyday lifestyle is like work, home, sleep, Work, home, sleep, so boring. I, and then I started to uh, give me a goal. Every day learn one new thing. But then uh, how I learn is from that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
what else did you learn? Uh, th- th- that During is- the, how long was that time for? As well, like uh, was it for two months? So that's sixty things you'd have to learn. Was it three months? Ninety things? If it's uh, one thing a day. I think continually for two three months. Okay. Two three months I learned. So what I talk tell you about what I, I what I learned is about uh, skin skincare, deodorant, and then um, lip balm. And how to make those things? Yeah, how to make a uh, lip lip balm and then lipstick and uh, uh, and what I like foods like a mooncake and uh, and a chocolate and energy bar, protein bar. So th- this is how I learned. You make mooncakes? Yeah. Are they nice? I have never tried, but I know how to make. Huh? <laughs> You've made mooncakes, but you've never tried your own mooncakes, and you know they're nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know the. I know how to make it. So I, I learned from. I learned from YouTube. Okay. And then I know what's the ingredients if I want to make uh, my vegan uh, gluten-free mooncake. Yeah. Okay. Do you sell those? No, I don't. Okay. I, because I want to focus on my on my energy bars. So with all your products, then you're saying that you're self-taught. Yeah. Okay. No complaints. No poisoning, of customers. <laughs> no. About about my energy bus? No, but I'm, I'm making uh, a I, joke I mean, about all your food. You're, I'm saying you're self-taught, <laughs> and there's been, no, there's been no casualties along the way. Uh, no. Right? Uh, yeah, thank God. Okay, so if, because it leads into another question where if you're self-taught, how do you get approval from the government to, sell, to then sell food? Mm. How does that work? Like, do they test it? No. Do they check the hygiene? Like, how do they say, okay, you, you are qualified to sell food to the public? How does that work? Oh, actually, we we just need to have a food license. Right. Like what I say, I need to work in um, a cafe, which is they have the food license. Of course, I won't get my brand crushed bad. So that's why I need to make sure they are so clean. So when I'm making it, I make sure nobody coming to bother me. And then every time I need to wear the gloves. And then before that, I need to clean up. Uh, the table so and um, this is not about government tests it's about you need to work in the food license a very clean hygiene kitchen yeah okay okay so, so it's not looking at the quality it's just looking at the hygiene hygiene yeah okay. you need to hygiene and have food license okay uh, let's talk about the actual bars themselves this is how we met mm. and uh, this is how you convinced me mm. to get on the uh, Sophia train of, uh, of delight. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be interesting with the language I'm using, but I, for, I forget that. Because for those listening, Sophia's just staring at me. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we met, and it was an enjoyable experience. The food is also an enjoyable experience. Yeah. So that's now. That's now. That's now. Talk about that enjoyable experience yeah. with the bars that mm. brought us together. So you have six flavors. And I'll just tell the listeners, you have peanut and sesame, yeah. crunchy mocha, yeah. black sesame and almond, yeah. cacao coconut butter, yeah. matcha and goji, and berry and cacao banana. Yeah. Those are the six. Okay. Okay. And now I have more even. Oh, you have more, okay. I have two more keto bars now. Oh, three more keto bars now. Okay, stop showing off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get that one. <laughs> So you make nine one, different... One more new one. One more new one. Is it up to nine or ten new ones now? What we... No. Ten now. You have ten bars. But ten, ten different types. But I... Oh, no. Eleven. And one more is uh, ginger spice. 
Okay. Yeah, so 11. <laughs> but I don't really make all of them at the same time. Right, too, too so much you alternate. Work. Yeah, depends. Depends. Okay. Yeah. But my question, my question after revealing those six flavors mm. is that the consistency is very different. So the, for those, if I haven't mentioned it already, they have to be refrigerated. Yeah. And you can explain why in a minute. But some of them are very soft. Mm. Some of them are very crunchy. Mm. So you're working with different mixtures to produce different states of solid chocolate. So how do you keep it all the same? And then how do you know that one is going to be like this and the other one has to be prepared like this? Mm, all of them have different texture yeah. because I put different ingredients inside. So, so it's the texture, not the preparation? Uh, the texture, yeah. The texture will be different because the different ingredients. Like some of them I put almond as the nuts. Some of them I, I, I made um, cashew, cashew butter as the base. So the, the texture will be totally different and then have to be put into the fridge then to keep them hotter. So some of them will be easier to get softer. Some of them can host longer, depends on the ingredient. That's why I need to remind the customer, you need to put into the fridge before you eat. Right. Then we make them hotter. But some of the customers, they do like them taste softer. So, but I need to tell them. Having a, the, the food product mm. being sat in the fridge, and then you've got to explain, you've got to eat it cold or chill it mm. before you eat it. Is that ever seen as a problem? Because if I want to, if I want to get a Kit Kat, I can just go to any 7-Eleven and buy a Kit Kat. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it being refrigerated. Right. Even right. though I do like my Kit Kats cold. Yeah. I have to make. Then I have to make that effort to put it in the fridge. Yeah. Right. So it's worse. It's the other way around, and so mm. if people forget, mm. then they're going to get upset because mm. the chocolate is of a higher quality, so that means also a higher price. Yeah. So do you ever have those concerns? from some, the customer's point of view? Some of the customer, uh, after I remind them, have to put into the fridge and then they all know that if they don't put into the fridge, that will be going to soft. So, um, so then, no refunds, get lost, go away. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to make sure I, uh, they, they know it. Yeah, and because I, I'm not go doing a one-off one business. I want to do a long-term business, like you, you come back. So I need to make sure every one of you know it. If you don't really put it into the fridge, then you already know what's going to be, the texture will be softer. But, but that long-term ambition has to have refrigeration involved. You yeah. have to be able to refrigerate. So yeah. you can't sell those in a 7-Eleven no. or a more general area, maybe coffee shops, and they can put them in the fridge and you've got the boxes on the, the shop front. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you've, also, you've got these, you've set yourself up to make it a little bit more difficult. So how do you see yourself solving those problems? Uh, that's one of the problems for the shops. Um, they do, really some of the customers, they want to be have um, uh, some snacks that no need to put into the fridge. Maybe they won't buy it. I also, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. So I, I need to make sure they eat as the best quality when they eat my bars. So that's why I said, okay, no problem. Next time when you have time, you can just um, come, to, come to buy and then you can eat now. Then you can you will make sure you have the best quality. Otherwise, you can you can um, just put put into the, your your fridge. You can have it as the breakfast or um, after dinner snacks. This is what I recommend. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any recommendation, you can let me know. <laughs> Why are the bars chilled? Uh, because they are raw. They are no bake. So mostly the energy bars you buy from the 
outside. Uh, there's two reasons why you don't need to put into the fridge. One is they put a lot of preservatives inside. And second, uh, also three reasons. A lot of preservatives, that's why you don't need to put into the fridge. So second is um, they put some uh, gum. Uh, yeah, like wire gum. Yeah, so to, make them, yeah. to make them harder. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and then third is bake. They bake. So after bake, and then they become harder, and then they stick together. Uh, or they put a lot of sugar inside. Sugar can make them stick together harder. So that's the reason why you, if you buy the packaged food from the supermarket or the 7-Eleven, you can easily to, to get these things, they, they won't get melt. But why my bars no have to put into the fridge because it's raw, freshly made, and you can see the ing uh, ingredients, I, I really don't put that much of the sweets inside. So that's why they need to refrigerate no preservatives and then raw things that mean you have to put into the fridge the cold temperature to make them harder otherwise they will be become softer so but all of the all of the healthy eating customers they already know sure you i guess with the placement of where the bars are in the stores mm. you're catering to a more open-minded mm. knowledgeable audience yes, yeah. of potential customers yeah. because they go in there for especially in a nutrition shop yeah. they go in there for the products that you can't get in hong kong because mm. they're all imported from america mm, mm, mm. Um, like bulletproof coffee you can't get that here yeah really unless it's through that one shop so you've got to be informed and know what bulletproof coffee is or bulletproof chocolate mm. is so yeah so you're piggybacking really yeah, they're right. very well educated already. But at some point you're going to probably long term spread out and yeah. they might not be as knowledgeable. Yeah, that's true, that's true. That's why I need to take a little bit of time to tell them about uh, what's the difference of my bars and normal bars. And then I need to, I, I need to tell them about, for example, if you cook foods at home, at the morning, if you don't put it into the fridge, when you go back home at night time, they already go off. Yeah. This is the difference of how um, fresh and then not fresh. Yeah. Why uh, McDonald's fries, they can last for two months, they have no problem in the room temperature. That's not fresh. Yeah, if you make your own fry, they are going off another day or third day. So that's the difference. Have you seen those uh, pictures online where they show McDonald's food not being eaten by bacteria. Have uh, you seen that? And they've put the McDonald's food on the shelf somewhere for like a year, two oh, yeah, years. Yeah, 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 and there's different I photos showing how they're not decomposing. Yeah. Because the bacteria won't touch it. So technically they look fresh all the time, but then you wonder why we're getting problems because we're destroying the bacteria in our own guts by eating them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. The I want to read the in, I want to read the ingredients of one of your bars. Mm. It's one of my favorite bars. Mm. I wish it was matcha matcha mocha, mm. uh, hint hint, but it's okay. I still like your bar. But <laughs> so this is this is the these are the ingredients for matcha goji: cashew, yeah, medjuli dates. I guess that's where the sweetness comes from. Yeah, but they're not overly sweet mm. either. Mm. Pea protein, mm. which I was surprised because that's not just in this bar. It's in quite a few bars. Pea protein. Yeah. And I want to I want to know why you're including that in a minute. Yeah. Almonds, coconut oils, matcha, and I know you use a double dosage, so like two grams of matcha. Two point two grams of yeah. Uh, matcha, yeah. Yeah, and that means that chocolate bar is more expensive. Mm. But you explained that the quality of the matcha, mm. to me anyway, you were trying to sell it to me. You, you explained why <laughs> it's more expensive. Explain to you. No. The, the, the benefits of it because. A normal cup of matcha tea will have like one gram, 
Yeah, normally one gram they right. recommend you to put into your cup a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sunflower seeds, goji berries, coconut, chia seeds, coconut milk powder, flax seeds, vanilla extract, and Himalayan sea salt. salt. Mm. Yeah. It's Himalayan, Himalayan salt, sorry. Yeah. So why pea protein? Uh, pea and then why double the, the matcha content? Okay. Why not just make it cheaper and do one gram? Okay, so that's two reasons. Uh, let's say the pea protein first. Pea protein is about, because when you care about health, then most of the people will do exercise, right? When you do exercise, we need protein to support your muscles and your energy. So because I do exercise, that's why I, that's why I say at the beginning, I only make for myself. Right. So I that's do, what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. I want, I need, my body need protein to keep my performance better when I'm doing exercise. That's why I put pea protein. And also many of my customers, they are vegetarian or vegan. So most of the vegetarian or vegan, they don't have enough protein in their daily foods. So this is one of the good source for them. How much protein are we talking in each bar? Uh, depends uh, which one. So it's from 3 grams to 11 grams. Yeah. And, and then the matcha. Matcha is, everyone know it is very high antioxidant. And then, but mostly Hong Kong people need antioxidants because our water, air pollution, what we eat, the, the original source is actually not that clean. So we need double antioxidant to keep our internal organ younger, to uh, restore better. So that's why, and I, I really, my personally, I really believe antioxidant is so much help for our health. So um, two, three years ago, when I started to work in the organic shop, I didn't know anything about antioxidant. I don't eat any about antioxidant foods. So until I worked there and I know, oh wow, antioxidant food is so important for us. So that's why I started to eat antioxidant foods. And then I keep on to have the smoothie. I put a lot of like a high antioxidant uh, food ingredients inside the smoothie. After two, three months later, most of my scar in my skin is gone. So much better and I have so much better skin and wow and then I realized so important and I have so much more energy and then my brain uh, feels like better. So that's why um, my personally experience antioxidant is so important for us. That's why I put double double matcha. matcha inside. And you don't care about the extra cost. Like, uh, I people even made, a, made yeah. it an issue. You told me yeah. and I thought secretly in my head, oh, uh, <laughs> no, but I know you saw me. I bought it straight away. So because I got behind that idea. Yeah. Oh, double the matcha. Okay, fine. But has, have other people sort of said, oh, I don't want to pay extra mm. for that because sometimes the health benefits don't translate into results. Mm. So maybe they just want the cheaper one. Mm. Right? Mm. And if you're there in the shop explaining it, then they're thinking, okay, well, Sophia's explained it. It's very nice of her. I'll just buy one. I'll just get the sesame seed one because it's, it's cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. Do you ever get? Um, do you ever get any sort of hesitation? Yeah, some customer do that. Okay. And then I need to explain to them about. I, I don't really try to sell them to buy the expensive one or the cheaper one. It doesn't matter for you buy which one. Then. Um, you do what you did with me. After I said, oh, matcha. Then then you said, oh, this one's more expensive. I'm like, damn it! I already said. I already said I wanted it. That'll look bad if I cheap out. <laughs> In merchant, um, a how much is the coffee? 
Yeah. Forty dollars, right? Right. What's the benefit for our health? Uh, no, well, you work faster. <laughs> <laughs> for you pee more. Uh, <laughs> so the the uh, main main uh, benefit for our body is about coffee is about give you more energy during that two hours maybe two or three hours. But after three hours later, our energy level will crash. But the long benefit in our body is not that much. Okay. But you just add five dollars more, and then you got antioxidants in your body, and then also you got more energy, and then the matcha because high antioxidant, high antioxidant make your skin better, anti wrinkle, your uh, uh, restore your cells. So there's so much more benefits in there. So I don't worry about the price. But of course, some people do, and I I hope that people will know that Sophia's brand is about quality, not about price. And if I told you about oh, this is matcha flavor, but you can't taste any of the matcha. What's the point? I make matcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's forty-five dollars is nothing. Um, you can't even eat any healthy foods in outside. But forty-five dollars, you can have a high quality energy. High antioxidant bars and made from love, so that's different. Have you? <laughs> it is. Um, so thank you, thank you for putting double the dose in. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the, I can put triple if you like. <laughs> okay. Just so, just so you li- for those who are listening, five dollars is Hong Kong five dollars, not five US dollars or anything like that. Yeah. You made a comparison earlier to a coffee. Mm. Is that how you frame it to people? Instead of comparing it to say a ten Hong Kong dollar Kit Kat or Snickers. You're comparing it to a coffee uh, because, because a coffee is about 40 Hong Kong, 45 Hong Kong dollars yeah. here. So is your chocolate. Mm, uh, coffee or uh, oh, dude, bubble tea. You know, yeah. bubble tea. Yeah. People spend 35 dollars for bubble tea, which is harmful for your health. But people still pay money like nothing to get a harmful drink. So. Why not just get um, healthy foods? I, I agree, but I have to push back in a sense that if we go back to this conversation about awareness, mm. a lot of people don't realize that just eating once, you know, one bad meal in one day, they don't realize that it does have an effect yeah. on them. So yeah, true, true, true. if you compare it to milk bubble tea, they say, well, I feel fine. But inside, they probably do have some inflammation because of the milk. Yeah. But they'll never know. Yeah, right. So that's even more complicated yeah. to frame it against milk bubble tea. I get you. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. If, if same thing say to the people who are not really concerned about health, it's not working, right? Right. <laughs> you're yeah. right. So I need to think a way how to... Plus, if they say, but I'm thirsty, I can't drink your chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Have you thought that's... about doing liquid versions, like a smoothie version? Some of the customers suggest me to, to tell people about it. So actually it works. You put the, the whole bath, put it into a smoothie and then you blend it and you can drink it. Blend it with milk or something? Just water or almond milk. Okay. Yeah. I guess that would also, if they left the chocolate out yeah. and it's starting to go runny, mm. that you could save it by just blending it. Oh, yeah. You? As yeah, an yeah, emergency. Yeah. Oh, I can't eat it. I'll just blend it. Yeah. You yeah, you can do that. I thought about that, but I, ne- I, n- I never recommend uh, people to do it. Oh, okay. So yeah. you never thought about it? Uh, some some customer <laughs> talked about that for me and then told me about it. And I think, oh, that's a good idea. But I never tell people about, oh, you can um, used to do that. I, I have 
tell them, oh, you can eat or you can plan, but not much mention about it. Okay, so well, if, if it's there, then if they make a mistake, you can say, well, just blend it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. Save your time. It's just put one one bar into a um, blender. You don't need to buy so many things, right? Yeah. Only buy one bar. Really blend it with water or um, vegan milk and then yeah. drink it. The you mentioned before that the the chocolate is soft because you don't bake it. Mm. But also it's because of the coconut oils that you're using mm. because they they turn to liquid at room temperature. Yeah. 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 How much how much coconut oil are you using in each of the bars? How much depends on which bar. Yeah. Uh, let I me do remember you saying some of them will last longer out of the fridge than others. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if there's some go some salt. Okay, about uh one less than one teaspoon uh, bar in most of the bars. Okay. And then some of them has a little bit more like keto. Keto mainly is oil, is fat. So keto bars is more contains more about one tablespoon. My my complaint mm. with your product yeah. is that it's so tasty mm. that I never actually put it in my fridge when I get home. Yeah. Because it's eaten as soon as I left the shop. Yeah. <laughs> so so I make it not that tasty. <laughs> I don't know what you can do to solve that problem. Um, Many mean, people can, complain about that to me. Yeah. Right. In one way, I have to buy double as much because I want. I want to take something home for the next day. Yeah. But if I just buy one, then it's gone as soon as I leave Edgar's or the nutrition store. Okay. Yeah, many people say that. I have a customer bought three. Another day, she told me, oh, she will have three bar and then for three days breakfast. And then after two hours later, she texted me. She said, oh my God, I finished three bars. Okay. <laughs> well, going back on making foods, understanding gut bacteria i've just started making my own yogurt okay um i've actually got a batch uh being made right now oh why so some of the discussion some of the because I've had, I've had to learn how to make yogurt yeah some of the discussion there is about how even store-bought store-bought yogurt the most natural organic stuff is still unhealthy compared to what you make at home mm. but the overhead of going home Boiling the milk or finding the right milk, then finding the yogurt is a, is a hurdle for me at the moment. Yeah. So I've got to learn how to put all these things together. Especially in Hong Kong, yeah. Especially in Hong Kong. In fact, we could talk about this in the next section I want to talk about with, with regards to zero waste. Mm. But for me, it's difficult because I've got to learn, well, one, to boil the milk, because mm. I never boil or buy milk actually. Mm. But I know that fermenting it removes a lot of the problems yeah. that even you might have from drinking milk by boiling it and then yeah, fermenting yeah, it. Yeah. Then you make the yogurt. So actually, what I want to do is once I finish the batch, is actually share mm. some with you as well. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Is it dairy or vegan? It's it's going to be it's dairy. Oh, okay. But you fermented it. That, I mean, you didn't tell me if it was an ethical choice, yeah. the way you're making the food. You said it was a health choice. Okay. But cheese and yogurt doesn't have the same problems as milk mm. does. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, there's been studies out there where you give it to women and uh, give milk to women and give fermented food, fermented dairy foods to women, mm. and the rate of breast cancer differs considerably, considerably between yeah. the two different test groups. Okay. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can try to make um, vegan milk, uh, vegan yogurt. Could try. There is a there is a place called Nutty. I can show you on the way out. Okay. And they sell five different types of nut milk. Oh, nice. And you can bring your own container. 
yogurt. No, the no, milk. Oh, milk. So, you, okay. so I could take the milk as an ingredient and replace yeah. it yeah. and make my own yogurt. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about Zor Waste because mm. I think it was well, it was brought up by accident, but uh, between us, I mean, it was brought up when we first met because. The product itself is, is attractive to me, mm. as a, just as a customer, never mind just doing this podcast with you. But then you were saying that, well, it's just in cardboard, and then you wrap it in a special type of paper, yeah. which is recyclable. Uh, baking paper. Baking paper. Wrap it, yeah. And that is recyclable, just to, com just to confirm for the podcast, right? We you, can, you can still use the, uh, you, if the customer willing to recycle the, the paper, but most of them already throw away. But at least that's the not plastic. Right, okay. So, yeah. So, so it, what made you not use plastic from the beginning? Because it is basically cheaper. Yeah, it's so hard for the business. Uh, so that's why I... I um, but I want, to, I want to stick with my purpose. I don't want to use plastic. Um, I use baking paper. It, it is so much more expensive and so much more time. And then... Uh, but worth it. It's worth it. Just don't want to use plastic. <laughs> sure. Okay. The I remember I remember when I, I met you at Edgar's late one night as we were waiting for you, and you're saying that you have to sell the chocolate in the cardboard box because of food and safety regulations. And I'm wondering if you could just share a little bit more about that because to me I understand why, but in this current climate we've got to be more resourceful with the things that we have. Because we're producing so much stuff, and so oh, yeah. I could I could happily buy your product mm. in just the baking paper, yeah, and not not you know mess around with the box. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, I suggest you use the baking. Uh, you use the box because of you need to go back to your home. That's about how. how Half an hour? Yeah, but if I eat it straight outside, oh, you feel it straight away. That's okay. I'd rather just give you the box. Yeah, that's okay. But my point is that you can't sell it without the box. You can, you can buy it with, without the box. Oh, you can. You can. Okay. I just uh, at that time because of I'm I'm worried about if you didn't have your own container to put the box into a container, then maybe while you're walking, uh, they they will break easily to break. They they have no box to protect. So that's why I want to keep the box for protect the um, box. Then you can next time return me the box. This is what uh, most of the customer do that. After they, they bought the box and then they bring back the box to me and then recycle use it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But did you have those intentions to sort of be environmentally friendly with the packaging from the beginning? Or was it just an accident? Uh, I, I have purposely to do that. At the beginning, you know what? I used the leaves, green leaves. Oh yeah, I saw one of the photos on Instagram. Yeah, at, that is what at the beginning how I do it, and I use the zhong. Um, wait, you know what is zhong? No. Uh, rice cake, <laughs> rice, uh, Chinese uh, traditional oh, rice cake. Yes, okay. They use the leaves to wrap it, and with uh, another leaves to to uh, to tie it. Uh, this that's the style I I use. I how how I wrap it, and then until I found it so much work on how to clean the leaves. Yeah. I need to take one hour to clean the leaves. Only how, many clean. Leaves are, how many leaves are we talking about? About thirty or forty. Oh, that's not. Yeah. Uh, I need to take one hour. And see then, how it's not economical. Yeah, and, and then you need after wash it, and then you need. To, I need to double boil them, boil and then clean and then dry and then put into the fridge and. 
yeah, that's what I need to do. So that's why, and then that's why I stopped to using it. Even that is my original plan, and that's why. And then I spent so much time to to find, so much time to find the the what what I should use to to wrap. And then I used the brown paper, and I found it's not working. And then I changed the others, and then finally I used baking paper, the right size of the baking paper. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. Mm. Mm. Something, I, something I forgot to ask you before is why did you choose those initial flavors, the ones I mentioned earlier? The, the energy bars? Yeah. Why I choose? Uh, okay, my first energy bar was chocolate banana, cacao banana. That's my first recipe. Why I use that recipe? Because I used to have the exactly the same recipe of the ingredients of the cacao banana bars make my smoothie. So I, I use the same recipe as the smoothie ingredients and then make my bar. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, matcha is antioxidants and the energy. And uh, black sesame, that's the story. Because uh, I study a bit of Chinese medicine. So black sesame is really good for our kidney and our hair, black hair. So only black hair. Uh, black hair. <laughs> Chinese. This is Chinese oh, version. Okay, okay. Chinese version. So a lot of calcium. So um, when I go to tea at night time during the sleeping, then I know in Chinese medicine way this is our uh, kidney's problem. If our kidney is not not good enough, then we will have night pee. Then another day, I will have two tablespoons of the blessed me put into my smoothie to blend it. So then, oh, and then I, I think, why not? I just put the blessed me into a bar. Then I can keep my kidney stronger and also blessed me tastes good, right? So this is that, that, that's why I made blessed me bar. But the, the the sesame seeds are they sprouted? No, they they're uh, toasted. They're toasted. Yeah. So, but are they? Are they activated so that we can d digest it? Because sometimes you've got to sprout these things. You've got to soak them to get the full benefits of the seeds, whether it's almonds, sunflower, cashew, or whatever. I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, but we can absorb it. That's why two tablespoons of the black sesame, and then from that night, immediately I have no night pee again. So, and I know it works so well. Okay. Yeah, because my body is so sensitive. Whatever, um, if good, I can feel the difference. If not good, I can also immediately feel the difference. I think those are all the questions I have about the food. Did you have anything else you wanted to share about your lovely, delicious food? Share about? Did you have anything else that you wanted? Did I cover everything or did you want to add anything else? What should people know about the product that I haven't asked you about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One more thing I want to share is about uh, handmade. So many people ask me, oh, why not you just use the machine to make it as instead of handmade? Because handmade is so tired. Uh, sometimes I feel numb in my uh, hand. Like, so it's really tiring. But I personally really believe in energy. Whoever makes you, you might cannot feel the love. But good energy can transfer to you. Is that why Japanese sushi restaurants are so good? Because the chef takes great pride in the sushi compared to going to City Super or Welcome and just buying sushi from the shelf. I think one of them is, <laughs> is because of the handmade with their love. You can right, that's see what I'm it. saying, yeah. Second thing is the skills and the ingredients. They all have uh, related to it. But one of the important things is love, uh, the energy. 
Oh, for example, when you go to buy a coffee, is the barista making you the coffee who has the bad time that day? Uh, maybe very sad or angry. When you receive the coffee, what do you feel? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but then, do I have to be aware of it? Uh, if you're aware that the energy affects you, but even you don't aware, uh, um, naturally, but not how to say sub. It still transfers. Still transfers. So um, energy is so important. Do you know what a Harry Krishna is? Yeah. You do because Harry Krishna. Huh? Harry Krishna. They're a, they're a, like a religious movement, and okay. they talk about love as well with their foods and you could go to some restaurants in the UK mm. I've never seen them here mm. but all their food is made with love also mm. and they practice spiritual well-being and uh, you know just general positivity as well oh, I didn't I didn't hear about yeah. it but I believe it I really mm. believe uh, energy right. transfer and also uh, why I start this brand is not about only make money from you but Mainly is I want to through my each of my energy bars. I want you to receive love from God. Okay. <laughs> Sounds a very <laughs> because I'm a Christian. I have a mission in this in in this brand. So I uh, I want that um, you can receive the positive energy, and then you uh, you know the good quality of the bars. Um, different with normal only for make money business, and then also I want everyone happy. Mm. This is this is why I I want to. One, I want to deliver from my boss. Like you're not happy from outside things make you happy, but I want everyone to be joy from inside to outside. Mm. So I hope that my story can inspire more people to live in their life that happier. Yeah, this is what I want to my mission. Okay, my last my last topic. Unless you've got anything else to share mm. about your that I've maybe missed out on. I I. Something extra. I would say that this business is really a blessing for me. Um, emerge on a business without money, most of the people is so hard to manage. Because at the beginning, I didn't have money at all. Okay. And then this business is really um, helping by so many of my customers. So like, uh, I have so many angels to helping me in this business. Like as, um, one of them helping me to make the uh, local logo and another customer helping me to draw another customer helping me to put my idea of the the, the designer label into the graphic and that's volunteered volunteer right i didn't ask them to do it but they volunteer oh i can help you to do that so i feel so blessed to, because they to, believe in the product they believe it yeah, yeah they have tried mm -hmm. and then some of them even just my uh i i want one of them the, the girl I know her from that day from the cafe and then she just tastes my boss and then she knows that I was struggled by desire label so I know how to, I know in my mind what what style of the label I want to do it but I don't know graphic at all sure yeah then she and then she said she can help me and then and then we we we, we just make it in that day and then we took five hours to finish the label yeah really thank god it's all about blessing and then i have so many customers know it know that i um at the beginning i didn't have money to hire people and then they come to my kitchen to work for me also volunteer even i said can i pay you back and then they said no and then they even spend money to buy my bus so what <laughs> so it's really a blessing business a blessing okay. so that's why like i hope that i can help more people that uh, when we have 
uh, ability can help more people, then I try my best. I hope that this business can help more different people. Sophia, mm. thank you for your time. I'll put your Instagram on the inside the podcast okay. so people can find you on Instagram. <laughs> and um, yeah, I will see you soon to buy some more chocolate from you. <laughs> I, I actually text Sophia and I said, hey, Sophia, can you, when you get here, before you get here, can you bring some chocolate with you and I'll buy it off you? And so we had the same thought because you said, yeah. oh, I was going to do it, but then you forgot. To rush, like, to Damn. go get home, <laughs> to get out of home. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'll bring you next time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for your time. Okay. Thank you, okay. Jonathan. Thank you for thank sharing with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.